for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio. Your real talk station. Your 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Go to SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon link to support The Green Room today. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone, welcome to the program. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. Feel free to give us a call at any point on the Legal Zoom self help hotline, 323 You can call in at any, any point in the program where you feel like, hey, I got to jump on. I got to give my two cents. I'll allow it. Feel free to give us a ring. And of course, we are, besides Amazon, we're also being sponsored by LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom, it's the leader in self help documents. You know, really, the future is here, because if you told me 10 years ago, Sean, you can you can have your power of attorney done online. Sean, you can get your great idea trademarked online. Sean, you can start your home business online and have it protected. We're talking LLC protection. We're talking wills, all right? If you have a family, you want to take care of that family, but you want to make sure you take care of your family in the cheapest, easiest way possible. Let's be honest. You don't want to spend an afternoon in the lawyer's office paying full retail. LegalZoom.com, you're going to save yourself up to 85% off of uh, what you would pay at a, one of those high-priced attorneys. And besides that, you're going to get an additional green room discount by entering green in the referral code box at checkout. Just a reminder, LegalZoom is not a lawyer. It's a self-help legal service. Speaking of people that aren't lawyers, my left-hand man... I can recommend him, just like LegalZoom. Logan Lysico. Logan, thanks for being on the show. Aloha. <laughs> Never disappoints. And I may not be a lawyer, but I just got my master's from the University of Hard Knocks. So <laughs> deal with that. All right, Logan. You're you're already you're already on fire. <laughs> Earlier, Logan was talking, and he we were getting in getting in some uh, funny conversation. Logan's like, wait, wait, guys, don't don't leave it in the locker room. Bring it out on stage, and. Uh, well, I'd like to welcome on this grand stage, the green room, a, a longtime friend and longtime uh, cohort, Mr. Paul Danke. Paul, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be back on the program. It's back on the green room, triumphant return. I think the last time you were here, we were, I think, uh, was the Dave Keckner episode. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were, we were just kicking, kicking shit around with David Keckner. It was great. Yeah, he was. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to insult him, but salt of the earth. Love the guy. He was, he was bringing it. He was having a great time. He was very animated. He's got an interesting hat. He's, he's not ashamed <laughs> at being bald at all. He loves life. You just see that guy, and you're like, wow, he loves life. And it's funny now, like you see him around uh, locally doing stand up on stages, and he just goes up there and he just gets into a character. He's screaming. And uh, he's playing like you know angry sales guys or angry dads, and you're yep. just like, yeah, that's a great time to. <laughs> he really hits that sweet spot of celebrity where it's everyone knows him, everyone everyone likes him, you know, well respected, well liked. But TMZ isn't up his asshole. It's hey, I'm having a great time, I'm doing my thing, I'm Dave Keckner. Yeah, I'll take some roles. Yeah, I can kind of get my own stuff going too. But yet he's still able to. He's not under the microscope. That's that. You're right. That is a sweet spot to be. You don't want to be. I mean, you want to be like a like good old our old good old buddy Mel Gibson out there, just yeah. having everybody go through your trash and your 
leaving voicemails. You're trying to leave a nice nice message for your wife, something or your girlfriend, your baby mama about the kid, and then the next thing you know, it's just it's all over the internet, right, Logan? Exactly. You've been there. That's why I'm so careful. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's getting to the point. I think if a couple more tapes are released, I'm really going to be sympathetic for Mel Gibson. Right now, it's it's still kind of uh, up in the air. Well, actually, obviously. A couple more a... tapes he's going to put in a box set. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's going to be like the Led Zeppelin box set. 80 just, hours of Mel Gibson For some reason, it kept reminding me. I almost wanted to hear like DJ Clue introduce it just because it was like <laughs> something new dropping every other day. <laughs> DJ Clue, Clue, new Mel Gibson shit, real talk. <laughs> I just it's it's amazing the kind of poetry he finds in his racism and hate speech. Like he really he doesn't use the same word twice. Like it's very well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like he's it's like he had someone out. punch it up for him. They're, they're, I mean, they're really mean. Can but you proofread this before I call my? Yeah, uh, call honestly, it, it, he kind of seemed before this kind of seemed like a vacant-minded actor who just hey. A great, a great, a uh, great writer came up with Braveheart. Not Mel Gibson. Not Mel Gibson. And you see, oh man, this guy's really bringing passion to the project. Yeah. I would. I think he could even. I think he can even go farther. That's what I was saying last time. I think he can. Think he could stretch it a little more. I think. Uh, and as a director, why would you not want to work with him? Obviously, the anti-Semitic and all the, all the negative stuff he says. But I'm <laughs> well, saying yeah, from, that. The, from the director's point of view, it's got to be easy to direct a guy like that. You know his trigger points already. <laughs> you know what's yeah. going to set him off. You, you're already ready to go. You're just like, okay, uh, we got a jacuzzi and you're not getting a blowjob. Action. He picks up. He knows where to go. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, hates that. he hates that person. He hates him so much. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's see. We got a lot of stuff to get into, a lot of stuff to take care of. Last night we were hanging out, and the classic film Big Lebowski came on the TV. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Big Lebowski. Paul was eating in and out, and I remember the first time I saw Big Lebowski. I was, you know, growing up on the East Coast, had never eaten in and out, the world famous hamburger joint. And I was like, oh man, one day I'm gonna eat at an In and Out in North Hollywood, and it's gonna be awesome. Then you get out to LA, and you're like, oh, is that really gonna be that awesome? Then you go to the In and Out in North Hollywood, and you're like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> Mostly just because it's In and Out, not necessarily North right. Hollywood. I used to, that was, I used to live like two blocks from the In and Out. That was my In and Out. I would go. And I'd put my clothes in at the laundromat, a really depressing time, and then <laughs> walk down to the In-N-Out and, you know, eat eat my food with the crows surrounding us and just, like, think, well, it could be worse. There could not be an In-N-Out here, and then I'd just be <laughs> sitting in a fucking laundromat. Just join some In-N-Out. Well, one of my favorite scenes um, – well, I mean, the whole movie's great. It's hard to pick out a favorite scene, but right after they watch the landlord's theater uh, gig, his in- improvised uh, dance or interpretational <laughs> dance, yeah. then they go out, they go to In-N-Out, or no, In-N-Out's after this scene. But basically, they're confronting this kid that stole the dude's car, and this is on cable TV. So they, they of course, have to edit it out, and if you know the scene at all, it's Walter Sobchak. Of course, John Goodman going to town on this guy's Corvette with a tire iron. And uh, it was pretty hilarious to hear it beeped out. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? This is what happens when you feed a scrambled eggs. What happens, Larry? What the hell are you doing, man? Stop it! 
Oh, man, what a great scene. And how insanely – I mean, obviously, they must have a good sense of humor. They're kind of in yeah, on the joke right. that we're going to make this still funny. But the whole reason that you censor out words is so you don't have to explain to your kids what fuck means. It's like, okay, that's offensive to young kids. Obviously, we're all grown adults. First off, why are we still trying to censor stuff? Every nine-year-old out there has a cell phone, has Facebook. It's out there. Yeah. Yep. Information. There's not a kid who knows how to access a computer who doesn't know what fuck is. And there's not a kid out there who is six years old and hasn't been on the Internet. For That's the first thing. The second thing, as a parent... I would I would much rather explain to the kids that say you know say something like fuck is a curse word you shouldn't say that it's something you say when you're really angry see this is funny this guy's really angry right and he's saying stuff you shouldn't say and blah and explain the scene to them then have to explain to my kids dad what does uh find a stranger in the Alps mean I don't know son I have no idea that's <laughs> pointless it's clueless he was actually saying fuck a stranger in the ass <laughs> well it's like it's already a confusing movie you can't introduce whole new subplots like. Like Alp, Alps climbing. It's completely, <laughs> right. it's a complete non sequitur. It's like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Are we now finding people in the Alps? And where, what movie did they pull John Goodman saying Alps from? I, it sounds great, yeah, to be honest. They, like normally it. it's really bad, but that sounded good. And then they had the other ones like Feed a Stranger, Scrambled Eggs. You're like, wait, were those the Nihilist? Is that, what, what, is that, is that <laughs> some other scene I missed? Sometimes they'll shoot it. They'll shoot the edited thing That's true. and they'll make it cheesy on purpose. Or, well, or yeah, HBO or HBO does that. The HBO, shoots, HBO shoots extra. They shoot uh, dubbed over dialogue for when they do syndication. Oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of times yeah. I think they realize, like, all right, this – obviously if we want to sell this to TV, it's never going to make it on the TV. Yep. Let's, uh, you know, let's just shoot a clean audio and blah, 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 and then we can plug it in later. Yeah, plus you get to just introduce the scrambled eggs, which is fun. Everybody loves scrambled eggs. Everyone loves scrambled eggs. Everyone loves making them. Everyone loves cooking. <laughs> Not necessarily, but it's it's a great segue into some uh, clips I pulled here. Thanks to Ronan, who's a guy, uh, he's a wor- works here at the station, LA Talk Radio. And after last week's show, he came out and he's like, hey, you should check out Cooking with Coolio on YouTube. I think you're going to enjoy it. And he, I was like, you had me at Cooking with Coolio. <laughs> yeah. I've actually seen Coolio on stage. I went, I got. I want to say freshman year. Wait, of high school or college? Uh, college. Or oh, okay. it was like, I think in the summer between senior year and college, it was at the local college around our town, uh, Lehigh University. They had a free concert. And uh, there were, it was like a weird mix of bands. And uh, I forget, the, there was the headliner, or, well, the headliner ended up being Coolio. But then there ended up being, before them, a popular jam band. I think it was, uh, <laughs> I want to say, I want to say Guster maybe, or... I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a jam I, I, It's been a long time since I've uh, been to a jam band concert that wasn't the Grateful Dead. But it was, it was, you know, one of the rank and file jam bands. And so all these kids came for that. It's hippies just everywhere. Yeah. Just intense hacky sack going on. A lot of frisbees. It was an outdoor thing. Sun was setting. Great time. Vibes were high. They're like, all right, that does it for us, jam band. They're off. <laughs> <laughs> Coolio comes on stage with like seven other guys like, yeah. yo, we got a six foe, we got a cooler forties, who wants to go on a ride? And it's like, on a ride on a, and you just see the crowd clear out. <laughs> I gotta say, it was one of the, as far as weird concert moments, it's gotta be up there for like, 
guy who was most famous and then like i stayed because of pity it was a weird i like i felt <laughs> bad for coolio i was like oh. oh man everyone's leaving coolio's cats i'll try to get into this there's no amount of fantastic voyage that coolio can propose that's going to follow the fantastic voyage of watching a jam band tripping on whatever they're already watching he's and, just he's too far behind and yeah i know <laughs> yeah you can, the coolio does not work well with the mushrooms <laughs> except, except in the kitchen all right let's get to let's get to coolio <laughs> Doing some cooking. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Coolio's Cafe. <laughs> it's a I cafe. am the ghetto gourmet. And this is my AC dress. You know what I'm saying? And these are soft guns. <laughs> I'm about to teach your ass how to cook. <laughs> I love it. It's like, all right, well, we're still going to do a gangster, right? We're still going to bring the thug persona? Yeah, why wouldn't we? Uh, why I wouldn't recorded we? <laughs> Gangster's Paradise. When I make... A Capri salad. I'm still gotta keep it gangster. Like, uh, don't you think you should drop it? Shut up. I'm I'm doing it my way. I do it Coolio's way. And how how sad are you as an individual that you do a cooking show and still need the hype man? Still need the guy <laughs> constantly yeah, repeating yeah. what you just said. Yeah, bell pepper. Oh man, wait till we get to the stir fry clips, guys. <laughs> oh no. Are you ready? I'm Shut ready. Up. Have you ever been like late and you had to? <laughs> what? I love these. No. I love these rhetorical questions. He starts the episode off with, "Yo, yo, dog, you ever been late?" <laughs> I guess so. Why do you ask? <laughs> Can't relate to this scenario, Coolio. But I, I guess I'll follow it. Make something real quick, quick. And your girlfriend is with them salad. Wow. Yes. Oh, wow. oh man. He's, My new favorite. He's show. answering a rhetorical question by repeating the last word. And your girlfriend is one of them salad eating bitches. Right, and your girlfriend on, is on, one of them on. salad something real quick. Quick, quick. And your girlfriend is one of them salad eating bitches. <laughs> you know it. He's saying salad eating bitches as if it's a pejorative, as if it's something to be negative. <laughs> Ask every guy out there with a girlfriend if if you would rather your your girl be a yeah. salad eating bitch or a wing eating bitch. It's not. It's an easy call to make. Yeah. <laughs> easy call to make. Yeah. Paul, you're a married guy. Would you, you ever bet. complain about a wife eating a salad? You're like, hey, eating healthy. Yeah. No, I I encourage it. Of course, I'm certainly not gonna be upset about it. Like he's putting her down for. How dare you watch your weight around Coolio? How dare you? Oh, you know, I didn't I, know you was one of them salad eating Oh, so it's like married. that. It's like that now. You know how Coolio likes the booty, baby? Grade <laughs> A beef, sweetheart. Tell you what. I'm going to teach you how to make a salad that'll get them panties right off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, I feel oh, like he man. needs us there. Like, Damn. Him up too. Is it, if it's not a Niswa salad, I don't know what it is. That's a panty dropping salad if I've ever heard of one. I don't. I've never been sold a salad so easily in my life. It's like, all right, I'm. I I was out, but if this is a panty dropping salad, I'm in. Man. I do gotta say, this simple cooking show's got me a little riled up. You know? it's like, this, <laughs> you this is gonna speaking? be fun. Oh. No. Like, well, that sounded sexual. I, I just I'll just I just imagine like tomorrow night I'll be coming in the kitchen. <laughs> what are you doing, Logan? I'm making a panty dropping salad. Shut <laughs> no, no, I can't help myself. This salad's so good. No, I just feel like everything he said. He's just talking about cooking, but everything he says is like, oh, he said that. He t- it's Woo! it's impossible to imagine. It's impossible to imagine. This is called Coolio's. Caprice salad. <laughs> oh, of course, he's got. You, you got to brand it. Oh, I got to know what the twist is. Balsamic vinegar. Balsamic mm-hmm. vinegar. Olive there's, oil. There's not much of a twist. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> and onion. And the special seasonings. Don't forget about that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's just 
this other really the weird. creepy hype man is just bouncing his head around like almost putting his head in Coolio's salad. Very weird. We gonna do this healthy and we gonna do this right. It's time to cook, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah if that's, I'm excited about cooking now. If that's not know. a ringtone, I don't know what it is, people. I will, for purposes of this show, chop this tomato just so you can see. Because he's a normally chopped tomato. See, I'm pretty good with this knife. And I'm pretty good with a sword, noon chucks, and a pistol. <laughs> what? All right. So now that, he's sounding like Dwight from The Office. Noon chucks and a pistol. Why do you not use the pistol noon chucks for the tomato? That's cooking I want to see. Yeah. I want to see. If you're so good with nunchucks, as you claim to be, Coolio, why not use it to slice and dice the tomatoes? That's interesting. That is interesting. That That's going to get you off YouTube, get you on primetime. Yeah, that, we're talking. And let's be honest. I didn't want to have to bring this up, but Coolio was arrested at LAX airport. I think it was either cocaine or crack. So I picture... <laughs> well, man. Now, Coolio could have done a much realer cooking show. I think that uh, would have uh, would have brought in a few more people. <laughs> Here's cooking with Coolio's stir fry edition. Yeah, some stir fried vegetables. <laughs> because you know it's a lot of people out there that don't eat meat. <laughs> what? Whoa. So na- last episode he was hating on people who do eat meat, aka salad eating bitches, and now he's celebrating the people with a stir fry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well then, won't you read off the list of ingredients in this stir fry right here? Oh, you got it. You got to break yeah. your boy off one. Yeah. This is like the. Okay, I'm 50 Cent. I gotta bring Lloyd Banks on the record deal. Like, really, you're, it's a cooking show. You don't need to. You don't need to make sure your boys get on it too. Betty Crocker works solo, dog. Why do you need a Why do you need a wingman? Why can't you just make that Caprizi salad? It's named after you. I Julia mean, Childs is a solo artist for Christ's sake. Okay, when she brings the thunder, she brings the thunder. She ain't need no hype man. Oh man, talking about uh, real quick side note. We were in Vegas one time, and we were just, you know, taking a breather between partying or something. And it was me and my buddy from New York, Brandon. And we were kind of wasted, and we just threw on the TV. And there was a, a Julia Child's cooking show that we watched for an hour and a half just laughing our asses <laughs> off. She made this, I, I forget what it was, some kind of roast, like either a roast uh, turkey or duck or something. Uh, have you ever seen those roasts that you put in, like, a bag? Yep. I, I don't really know how it works, but... She needed to fill it up with air, so she brought out a, a bike pump, one of those bike pumps that you would stand on to press, <laughs> right, right. so then she's hooking it up on the top of her countertop, and it was just so funny to just see this old, frail woman trying to work a bike <laughs> pump, and just like so slowly moving up, like, all right, that's when you come in with the time lapse on the Julia Child's cooking show. Yeah, right. Let's get back to the master chef, though. Coolio. We got tomatoes. Well, those ain't no damn tomatoes. Those are red bell peppers. Oh, no, no, he didn't. He's not qualified to be on a cooking show. Now, I, I'm trying to think. Was that improvised or was that just Coolio in the moment? Just like, no, oh, man, they wrote that. <laughs> I know. That's the sad part. That was a written bit. I like the song punch, too. Smash cut. The first ingredient. It's red bell peppers. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like one minute into this episode, and all they've gotten through is red bell peppers. And green bell peppers. Green bell peppers. <laughs> hey, now. Oh. Olive oil. Olive oil. <laughs> Garlic. Garlic. Green-ass broccoli. broccoli. Green-ass broccoli. I feel like at any point he's going to tell his hype man to just leave. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> oh, get out of here. Then you don't know cooking with Coolio, Logan. You do not know this program. It? Some zucchini. Zucchini. Some onions. Onions. <laughs> And some spring <laughs> I would have loved you could oh, be on man. the show if you, you know. I'd love to see this audition. 
Okay, can you just uh, name innocuous vegetables, but do it in a repertory? Just keep repeating it and uh, making it sound really great. Zucchini. Some thug ass broccoli. <laughs> thug ass broccoli. <laughs> it was green ass broccoli. Oh yeah, green ass. I'm just Sorry. saying, if from Gangster's Paradise, if you had asked me back when it came out who was gonna make a cooking show, Coolio <laughs> or the fat dude LV singing the hook, I was gonna be like. Fucking fat dude LV every time. He has a whole other song about barbecues. Yeah. A whole other barbecue track. You did not see the the cooking show coming out of Gangster's Paradise. No. Interesting. Not, certainly not out of Coolio. I would have been, Weird Al would probably have a cooking show before Coolio would. Because of stir fry, your fire has to be hot. <laughs> Wait. Too hot, too hot, too hot, homie. Wait, just in case we miss that. Because of stir fry, your fire has to be hot. So you can get an even, even cooking temperature around the wok. So we're going to do a medium-sized onion in there. I love how he, he he does the hype ghetto stuff, and then at some point, I uh, just totally go back into regular. This is just him being a regular cooking person. Nice heaping teaspoon of that garlic right there. Oh, we're just going to let that saute for a minute. <laughs> now this is just this weird, like... Saute music. This is some thugging <laughs> ass saute music. Now this is this is like. Oh, oh man. You're, wait, you're. I mean, I shouldn't just keep letting this play, but listen. <laughs> this is the remix of what they just said. Oh man. I don't want to see this bad. How many? Do you know how many episodes are of this? Oh, I don't know. There's there's a lot. There's a lot on there, and then there's like. There they have guests come on, like Annie Milanakis came on. Very bizarre program. Wow! <laughs> oh man, I just want to be—I want to be a part of this program. I—I want to—I want to help make it. I want to help select the menu. Yes. I oh, think—I think we're selling people on it as much yeah. as I enjoy goofing on it. Who's not I going to YouTube.com looking up cool, uh, cooking with Coolio? Why would you not? Cafe Coolio. What was it? Yeah, Cafe Coolio. Oh, hold man. on, I'll, I gotta find that again. Oh, hold on here. Oh man. I always want to be getting to pastries. Welcome to Coolio's Cafe. I am the Ghetto Gourmet. <laughs> That's how you do it. Welcome to Coolio's Cafe. I am the Ghetto Gourmet. I guarantee you that that's that's how it all came about. He was cooking in the kitchen and he just said right. Ghetto Gourmet and was like, "This, this you gotta is be show. you gotta be high when you're when you come up with that if you're Coolio. Yeah. There's no way you're not high. Yeah. You gotta be high and not only do you think that you're great at cooking, but that other people want to see you cook. I guess he he just was watching Emerald and was like, hey, if Emerald can do it, why can't I do it? <laughs> Emerald makes it look good. He makes it look like fun. Makes it look easy. A little too easy. Yeah. All right, so uh, we got some uh, some more stuff here. We've been talking about Coolio. Used to have a music career. This these next guys, Kings of Leon. Are you uh, what's your take on Kings of Leon, Paul? Um, I used to I used to think that they were really good, and then I feel like they got a stylist, and that's just when I just I, there are too many scarves on stage, and uh, the hair just looked flat ironed, and I was like, yeah, nah, man, that's just not how I do rock music so much. I, I so I, what about their music though? No, I I really honestly I think they went the way of the Foo Fighter. They just got super super Corporate. contemporary adult rock, and it's just it's not my vibe. Right, I I think they had a moment where they were you know, kind of ahead of the pop curve as yeah. far as rock, and then kind of maybe fell into becoming pop. I, I think a lot of bands have that trouble where they have a commercial hit, and then it's like, all right, that's the kind of music people love. Let's try to emulate that. And then they kind of miss yeah. out on what some of the other fans may have enjoyed or 
Yeah, now I feel like it's music for cougars. But uh, I think you hit on a you hit on a uh, attitude that is uh, part of Kings of Leon. I don't know if you guys read this, but Kings of Leon. I've said Leon and Leon like five different times here. I'm driving myself crazy. They did you guys see that they ended up canceling a concert this past week? They canceled a concert. The Kings of Leon concert? Yeah. yeah. Kings of Leon canceled it. Yep. yep. Damn. <laughs> Mid concert. Logan, don't goof on me. So I'm go. the host, right? <laughs> No, I'm not goofing on you. I know. Me. All right. Anyway, Kings of Leon. Go on about the Kings of Leon <laughs> concert. Oh, man, guys. Do I need, do we need do we need to talk about this? Is there something going on at home? No. They they canceled the concert because... Who? Logan, do you have any do you have any guess, Logan, why the why the Kings canceled their concert? Yeah. What do you think? They didn't have their green M&Ms. Oh, that's this is what's great. great about Logan. He doesn't keep up on anything, so it's like <laughs> it's like a guy's coming in a blank slate every day for the pop culture. It's just, oh, it's sweet. I can just throw in whatever. I can kind of bounce stuff off him. I like that about you, Logan. Uh, no, the Kings thanks. of Le- the Kings canceled their concert because of bird shit. That's right. Bird shit canceled a rock and roll concert. These three quote-unquote rock and roll stars were up on stage hanging out. I guess there were some birds shitting on them. And then, three songs in, a bird shits near the bass player's mouth and lands directly on his cheek. They walk off and cancel the concert. You gotta be wow. fucking kidding me! I've heard of being soft. I've, <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm aware of Zac Efron's work or Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus. That chick's a pro. She would have finished the concert. She would have finished the concert. Can you imagine Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones concert? Can you imagine a pigeon shitting into his mouth? What he would do? That would, <laughs> would pigeon shit. That would have been the best show of all time. Yeah, is probably the least toxic thing that could land inside of Mick Jagger's body. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> How do you look up to these great rock and roll artists that are just legends and rock myths or yeah i want to be like Jimi hendrix and die in my sleep throwing up from taking pills and uh, booze and i don't think they do you think they are those fans yeah i mean they're they're well like, who else would they be inspired by you gotta be if you're in rock and know, roll man. you gotta be inspired by Jimi hendrix all, like I'm, all i'm saying is There's ozzy no osbourne bit solo. the head off of a bat right off, off bit the head <laughs> off and they get a little bit of bird shit on their shoulder we're done that's it that's it we've gotta go <laughs> while he you was know, hanging out i don't want these people taking pictures of me like this <laughs> i can't it's on my nice vest this is a great vest and now i've got pigeon poo on it while he was while he was uh, <clears throat> in the back uh, in the back of a tour bus, Ozzy once they're all doing uh, it was him and Motley Crue. I read this in Motley Crue's book. They're all sitting around doing tons of coke, snorting all day. Someone knocked over <laughs> a soda. Ants started going. Ozzy, without missing a beat, just dusted up a whole line of ants <laughs> right to the brain. That's rock and roll, people. That is rock and roll. Like pigeon shit. That guy would blink. But anyway, they have a clip of the uh, fans, and needless to say, not thrilled. Not thrilled. You appreciate The best is, we appreciate your understanding. People are like, you suck! I hate you! I want to come up on stage and murder you! Like, the whole video is just people cheering. Yeah. Thank you once again, and we are sorry. Refund, refund. And this is right. in, uh, I, I forget, I think this is either Sacramento or Toledo, Ohio. It's it's somewhere that's not a it's, major city. It's somewhere city. in Ohio. It's somewhere okay, in Ohio. yeah, that's what I thought. It, it was somewhere in Ohio. 
they don't see big bands all the time. This is their night. They probably right? dropped. I heard a, a girl in the crowd go, two hundred dollars for this? Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you think about it. they probably right, they just lost LeBron James. They are, <laughs> they are a fired up state. Yeah, they need something. They, they need, need something, something to calm them down, and they think, oh, it's Kings of Leon. You know, hey, I'm I'm I'm. Working Joe, save up my money. This is the big night. Of the, at least the people have probably been looking to, forward to this night two, three months in advance, yeah, considering least. how expensive the tickets are. Yep. Probably spent a good two hours in the parking lot drinking beers, grilling up dogs. Get, they were everyone at this concert, I'm sure, pregame. They were getting juiced up. They were ready to go. I, I can't. I'm just trying to think. Like what was said. Like. Did the bass player say? That, well, they just, I, as far as I know, stage and say, like, they just guys. walked off stage. It's weird, the video, you see, you see, you don't see the bird shit. You just see the, the bass player kind of shake his head, and then all the lights go down, and then they walk off stage and they play that announcement. I lo- Don't you love when uh, people announce that, like at airlines or whatever? Well, we appreciate your cooperation. Like, don't thank me so easily, all right? Yeah. I was <laughs> screaming the entire flight. I was the man yelling at the ticket person. I do not cooperate. And don't thank me for stuff that I'm not going to do, okay? Because I'm not saying you're welcome. I'm not rude, but don't thank me for stuff that I have no intention of doing. My mom just texted me. Great show. <laughs> Feeling good. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Thanks for listening to the show. All right, so now we're going to get into some graphic sex stuff. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to my mom. Although... Well, I'd hope not. It's, it's, <laughs> it's come up on the show. She doesn't like to be talked about. My dad, he enjoys he enjoys um, all the fame, yeah. all, the, all the accolades, everyone knowing who he is, the real Tom Green. My oh, mom, right. just the most shy person. I remember times when we would, like, rent a video camera... And we'd, you know, go up to her, hey, mom, say hi to the camera. Oh, don't point that thing at me. My mom uh, would have that move of, like, you know, closing her eyes and turning her head right. to uh, avoid being on stage. That's adorable. It is. <laughs> well, my mom likes to shun the spotlight, but this next man, he embraces it. He loves it. And it seems a little <laughs> odd, to be honest. This is a dramatic pause, Logan. It seems a, little, seems a little odd, to be honest. Why? Because he's our president. That's right, Barack Obama. Our president, who for the most part I like. I like him as a guy. I really like Barack Obama as a guy, as a person. I don't agree with all his decisions, majority. I think he's doing the best he can. He's doing a pretty good job. But this eh, this kind of annoys me. Barack Obama, you know, he promised change, and he has brought change. He brought some change in some uh, interesting ways. Barack Obama is the first sitting president to go on daytime television while being president. He went on today. He was on The View. Wow. Set that bar right where it belongs. Just like, that's he, ridiculous. It's on there promoting his uh, cameo and Eat, Pray, Love. You're the president of the United States. No <laughs> wonder other, no wonder Iran doesn't have any problem calling our our, our, our sanction bluffs. Oh, yeah. what are you what are you going to do? I just picture Ahmoud Ahmadinejad sitting in some, like, bunker in Iran going, oh, yeah, what do you do? Go go cry to Joy Behar. Tell Whoopi Goldberg. I defy your sanctions on nuclear weapons. You, we're dealing with uh, <laughs> crazy-ass Muslims across the country. Right. Not in, not in our country. Well, there's some crazy. But for the most part, the, the Arab world, <laughs> I don't think you're winning over any respect. And obviously it's not your job as president to win over their respect. Wait, wait. So Whoopi's still on the View? Oh yeah, she is. Okay, wasn't she like kind of backing up Mel Gibson? Oh yes, she was. And now, and now, she, don't you think that her and Barack had to have had a little conversation <laughs> about that beforehand? Like, hey, you really, you're cool with, you're cool with all of this, this roving pack business? Um, 
they uh, on Stern recently, they brought up, they, they clipped together a highlight package on Howard Stern, greatest uh, radio entertainer of all time. They had they clipped together a highlight package of all the people Whoopi has defended. She just has this contrarian thing that she just defends yeah, anyone. Yeah. She defended Roman Polanski. She defended um, Mel Gibson both times. She defended... Um, you know, like all these people that come out in the news that are obviously kind of scumbaggy or say what you want. Maybe you don't. OK, maybe you don't totally lose respect for them as a person, but at least at least admit that what they did was sure. insanely wrong. But right. She is. She's got this streak about, you know, sticking up for everyone. Well, anyway, um, Barack Obama, he ha- he has some serious stuff. Maybe I'll play. But of course, he's got to answer all the hot topics. A couple hens sitting around poking <laughs> his brain. <laughs> Listen to that applause. Like, okay, granted, Barack Obama's there. Yeah. And, okay, but, man, they hype these chicks up. It's just like, yeah, come on, come on. Like, this is, you're you're like an NFL stadium. No, it's a daytime talk show. We're back with President Obama. Okay, you thought those questions were hard. Now, these are really going to be hard. Oh, Joy, you card. You just give me your first impressions, okay? Let's go. Do you know that Lindsay Lohan is in jail? (laughs) What a joke. Imagine, uh, imagine as an entertainer, we're all we're. Uh, <laughs> I, was just, o- I was actually okay with him being on the view until I just. Logan just spiked his pen in disgust. But imagine, imagine the audience so easy that you you asking someone else. So uh, do you know if uh, Lindsay Lohan is in magic? God busting like ah! <laughs> what? what were they laughing at? What's like? What's the funny part there? I guess that Barack Obama would even know who Lindsay Lohan is. Come of on. course he does. The guy's on fucking Facebook. Lindsay Lohan is in jail. <laughs> I actually know that. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I did. Okay. Um, does Mel Gibson need anger management? <laughs> I, I, I... How is asking that question funny? How is asking if Mel Gibson needs anger management funny? You're talking about a guy who the allegations against him are very serious. <laughs> That he's coming out like it's coming. He's racist. He's violent towards his his girlfriend and his baby. And they're like, well, what do you think about Mel Gibson? Oh, <laughs> it's hilarious. And it's and funny. I guess I guess why Barack isn't isn't giving an opinion is that um is that you know he doesn't want to give an opinion because then it's like oh what is Barack Obama commenting on uh blah 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 what does he care about Mel Gibson why is he getting involved right he doesn't want to say. Yeah, yeah, obviously the guy needs anger management if he's been accused of hitting his girlfriend or whatever while she was holding her baby. I think it's it, – why do you ask this rhetorical question? Yeah, Afghanistan question. <laughs> no, uh, look, I, you know, uh, I, haven't, uh, I haven't seen a Mel Gibson movie in a while, so. Yeah. No, oh. tapes, so really, more... Now that doesn't get a laugh. That was kind of funny. That's kind of funny. That's yeah. kind of saying like he's been an asshole for a while. I haven't seen his – that's kind of like a subtle jab at him. Woo! You can just hear the joke going over the views audience. <laughs> yeah. Like, Woo! <laughs> Ooh, is there, is there, is someone turn on, on the, I don't, <laughs> if you can make a up? more clear declaration, we'd feel more comfortable laughing at that, uh, please. Uh, we need to have the applause light flicked on and off repeatedly for us to get stuff. <laughs> someone turn on the AC. No, that's just a joke going over the views audience. Better than any movie he ever made. Yeah. Oh, please. Should Snooki run as mayor of Wazilla? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, I don't know who Snooki is. Wow. Yeah. Proud to be an American right That's there. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yes. Wow. This is the same Still, question. Came on this show. This, if Joy Bay, if Joy Behard asked asked this question, like, 
This is like the same conversation they would have at, hey, we're hanging out in the sauna, being naughty, gossiping, talking, but right. Because these are obviously, you don't know any pop culture, which is good news. Well, I, we don't I knew, want you. I knew wasted. Lindsay was in jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How yeah. Did you know the guy that? break. I don't know. Well, wait a minute. Mr. President. Yeah, okay, well, do you tweet? I don't tweet. You don't tweet. I, 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 I don't tweet no, on a regular Facebook? basis. No, I, the, uh, I think there is a official president's tweet, but yeah. I, but I some, 20, some 20 year old is doing a lot of. Hey, that's what I'm and I, I cut about. out that Behind last that last gut busting yeah. laughter that was a little annoying. But it is weird that <laughs> Sherry Shepard, a woman a woman who once had to explain whether or not she knew the Earth was flat, she 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 basically <laughs> I don't know a while back she there was this whole there's this whole uh, hoopla of uh, Sherry Shepard they got in an argument um, one of the I I think Whoopi Goldberg I forget the whole thing but anyway one of the girls was like. The Earth's round. We all know that. I don't know that. I didn't have time to learn that. I was too busy raising my kids. What? So do you think the Earth's flat? I don't know that for sure. <laughs> so this woman, who's not sure of whether the Earth is round or not, is getting to ask our sitting president questions. Perfect. Why Why was Barack Obama not booked on my show? Is there an email I can hit? Because I feel like I could ask much better questions, at least kind of interesting, relevant stuff. I get it. You want to hit a broad audience. I get it. The green room isn't pulling in the view numbers, but it's a real fucking program. We ask real, we ask the hard hitting questions that our people are afraid to ask. I don't know. Not not really. I mean, it's kind of a, the celebrity interviews. I kiss their ass because I want them on the show because it helps downloads or whatever. And, and who knows? But I would ask him some. Try to get an interesting answer. What would you ask him? What would be if you could ask Barack Obama a question? What would you? What would I ask Barack Obama? Yeah. Uh, should Snooki run for mayor of Wazilla? <laughs> Why are you trying to get a laugh with your question? If you're going to tee someone up in an interview, ask them a kind of interesting question and let them write the joke, Joy. <laughs> let let Barack write the joke. She can't. She needs it. No, I would ask him, when are we going to get our uh, foreign oil? What are we really doing to get off foreign oil? I think that's the biggest thing facing us right now. Uh, you, you look at all our interests overseas, Iraq, Afghanistan. As much as we want to create these nations over there and bring democracy, why do we even want to have an interest? Why do we even want to have democracy over there? Because of oil. Because our economy right now, everything runs off oil. It's the number one resource. It's the, it's the biggest thing kind of that we're held slaves to. And I would say, let's really jumpstart this. As much money that you're putting into these rescue packages, bailing out different financial companies, or as much money as we're spending in the war in Iraq or the war in Afghanistan. Imagine if we just took the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan, and currently we're looking at $4.3 trillion that we spent on that. You're telling me if we didn't dump that over here in electric cars, we wouldn't be much better off, much safer? You know, the whole reason why other countries hate us is because we support Israel. Why do we support Israel? Well, you know, we obviously we like Israel and stuff like that, but a lot of it comes, you know, there's a lot of people from Israel. We have a strong connection to Israel, so obviously the Arabs resent us for that. But uh, another big thing is the oil. If it wasn't for the oil, we wouldn't have to deal with any of these crazy-ass Arabs. Man, I was sure you were going to say something about Justin Bieber. <laughs> Obama, Barack Obama, do you have... Do you have Bieber fever? <laughs> he does. I think I, I cut that clip out. I was a little humiliated. But he does. He does. I think he knows who Justin Bieber is. <laughs> who oh. doesn't? Right. Exactly. I was on Twitter the other day and Bob Weir of the Grateful Dead tweeted a picture of him and Justin Bieber. Wow. That's a. Uh, well, never that's thought. That's a trip, man. That's never, a fucking trip. 
Never thought those uh, paths would cross. I've got a question for you guys. If you're the president, now it's going to be this way from now on, pretty much. No, Snooki should not run for mayor of Buzzle. All presidents are going to be going on these TV shows now. Yeah, well, they have in the past. Show would you choose to go on to reach out to women? My mom says I shouldn't use the F word anymore. Just my mom chickening. Well, what, what show would I go to run it? Oh, I don't have yeah, a problem. I, I can think of a few good shows that would probably treat them with respect, but also could be a little lighthearted. But they would all be aimed at. The, their argument is, yeah, we're trying to get the message out. We're trying to reach a lot of people. But I kind of like, call me old-fashioned, I like when, uh, okay, the president is going to address everyone. 8 o'clock Eastern, all the TVs carry it. Yep. You got yeah. a nice regal Barack oh, yeah, Obama. You got, the, you, got the, you got the White House. You can do that at any point. You got the Oval Office. <laughs> the, the Oval Office, to me, is a much more important backdrop. I'm much more willing to listen like, oh, man, look at look at this. This yeah, is a, right. the head of our great nation in our Capitol building. Okay. Okay, yep. look, this is going to be important versus just some – I mean, you, if Julia Roberts went on The View, I'd be like, oh, man, step down. you got to fire your publicist. It's a daytime talk show. It's not that <laughs> yeah. It's not that serious. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that's – I would – I don't – because I think it's it's so pandering. It's like a real pandering thing to go on a show like that because nobody cares. Obviously, it's all – the questions are very set up. They're very safe. He's not really talking about anything, so there, it's really pointless. It's just sort of like a PR appearance, which in, in, on, in, in that instance, put him on a more fun show. Put him on Wipeout. Put him on something that <laughs> yeah, people exactly. are going to fucking <laughs> love. Let if you're going to go on a fun show, go on a fun go show. Go on a fun show. Nobody – because, no, you know, The View gets a certain level of celebrity. It's not getting – like – it mostly sucks. Everybody knows it sucks. It's been yeah. it's been ripe for parody for a decade. It's chicks talking to chicks about, oh hey, come see my chick movie, read my chick book, hey check out my chick cooking show. <laughs> it's for chicks. Oprah has dignity. That would be a better show. Right, That'd but yeah, even Oprah, she, she's not a journalist. These people aren't journalists. She's I, more I, of I a just like to. Than those I, yeah, I guess <laughs> a little bit more, but she's. She it's be. entertainment. Fine, I understand that. But the George Lopez show, he was on that. Okay. Send, him out with, uh-huh. send him out with Guy Fieri. Send him into the middle of the country. Man uh, versus food, Barack man. Obama. Man versus food. I want to see him in, a, in an eating contest. What I want to he... see him put down a three-pound hamburger. That's Now that sounds like fun to me. What what, what he... shows is he turning down? That's what I want to know. What, sh- <laughs> what shows do they say? Uh, cold pizza on ESPN. It's kind of a morning roundtable. You can throw in your two cents. You can tell people where you think LeBron James should go, which he's already done. And, of course, LeBron didn't follow. Another, another thing that didn't work out for Barack Obama. The view, the yeah, the view is the only people. They're the only people calling. No one's calling Barack Obama. He's he's honestly super boring on television shows. I don't understand why anybody beyond the initial. It's, okay, we got the president. It, it sucks. Yeah, it's just like all right. I think we're. I, I don't know about you, but I'm over celebrity. It's just like, yeah, he's he's famous, but okay. I'd rather have someone with anecdotes that can you know say whatever they want or or not for fear of losing their job for Christ's sake. Right. Or the or the reason I'm interested in him is what he does, not his opinion. I don't know. Right. About so here's in, in, in Brock's uh, defense. Here's here's him being serious. The truth is, it's not tough for me. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I've got uh, people, uh, pundits on the news who may uh, say things you about me, but of course, but <laughs> but you think what the American you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. People have gone Ooh. through losing jobs. I just picture all the chicks in the view audience looking at the applause. It's gonna light up soon. I better get ready. <laughs> Got my hands apart, ready to ready to cackle and clap away as soon as I can. Seeing their home values go down, yes. their 401ks declining. I mean, those are the folks who I draw inspiration from because I get letters every night from them and and I read them and 
as tough as it's been, they remain hopeful, they remain optimistic about America, and, and so, um, so I don't spend a lot of time uh, worrying about me. I spend a lot of time worrying about them. He gets right. his mail at night? That seems really weird. You think that, <laughs> I, get ma- I get my mail at 11.30 in the morning. He should get his mail earlier. He's the president. Yeah. Guy doesn't, the uh, mailman just, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. All right, relax. I'm a government employee. You know how it is, Barack, working for the federal government. We do what we want when we want. <sighs> but even the president gets shit on by the USPS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look. notes on his door. Look, it's a union gig, all right? I already clocked out three minutes ago. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, man. Well, we're, all right. Quick, uh, quick, not in my America. I don't have the, I don't have the music queued up, but you guys know how the the music goes. Not in my America. I'll tell you what I want out of my America. Besides the insanely bad driving in L.A. It, all right, that's that's a hack cliche thing to yell about. I'm gonna fade Logan down just a little bit. All right, keep going. Logan. No, it's it's good, Logan. I was being followed by a guy yesterday who had the audacity first to honk at me. I am an aggressive, accurate driver, all right? I'm getting in. I'm getting out. You I'm are. following the rules barely. I'm getting in, going where I got to go. This guy, he had a cell phone that he was talking into in his right ear. On his left ear, guess what he had? A Bluetooth. Wow. And guess what was in his lap jumping all over while he swerved in and out of traffic? His goddamn lap dog, all right? <laughs> If you're okay, if you're gonna be okay, I'm guessing if you have a lap dog in your lap while you're driving, okay, maybe you're gay, but go for a different cliche. That's way too on the nose. <laughs> Gays think against the grain. Th- come on, you're better than that. Yeah. If you're gonna have the talk on the cell phone, fine. Don't have the Bluetooth and don't have the lap dogs. I'd like to see everyone wear their seatbelt in this country, and I'd like lap dogs not to be worn on your lap while driving. The end. What'd you think, Logan? That was great. <laughs> I put my I keep I was my dog focusing in the too hard on how belong. Star Spangled Banner goes. <laughs> it's good, it was a good try, that. Logan. We we did the best we could. <clears throat> All right, here's a uh, here's a little fun story to wrap up on. We've been uh, poking fun of uh, some pop culture guys here. New York Post is um, reporting that Zac Efron, lucrative vestigial organ of the High School Music franchise, spent two thousand on Belvedere vodka and the company of gyrating ladies at Flashdancer's Gentleman Club in New York. Oh, nice. Good deal. That is a that is a good deal. Yeah, good for him, man. <laughs> well, he should be doing that. He should be crushing it right now. Yeah, I mean, he's a young Disney star. I think that's what they the big thing is. Oh, it's a Disney star. It does, as far as going against your character, it does seem kind of... Uh, it seems kind of weird that a guy like that would be doing it. And I never listened to High School the Musical, but if you haven't, right. here's here's a quick... Here's a quick sampling of uh, the guy <laughs> The guy who was at a strip club, spent $2,000, also produced this music. Oh, God. So that guy, that guy is at a strip club. Living it up, enjoying his life. God bless him. Yeah, all I'm saying is if Danny Bonaducci was crushing pee when he was 13 years old, a fat little redheaded kid having sex with girls on the, the back lot of the Partridge family, I think a 19-year-old Zac Efron should it's be actually spending... 22, Paul. 22? Well, geez Louise, man. I mean, he should be sponsored by Belvedere Vodka. He shouldn't be paying for booze at this point in his life. They should be sending alcohol and bitches to his house. 
that's how you should be rolling. Yes, you. He just came from his latest premiere. Hey, God bless the guy. Of Charlie St. Cloud. <laughs> yeah, where he plays. What What is the premise of that? Film? Oh man, Charlie St. Cloud. This is great. I've never laughed harder at a movie preview. It's oh, about it's a young so man. Bad. And the, and his uh, relationship with his brother, they, he's teaching his brother how to <laughs> how to pitch baseballs or something, and uh and uh, he's about to go away to college, and then his he gets in he gets in a car accident with his brother, and his brother dies, and then the ghost of his brother is like haunting <laughs> his dreams, he's like you said you were never gonna leave me, so he's teaching his ghost dream brother how to play baseball. It looks <laughs> amazing. Oh well, man, that's I'm sure that's in theaters, so make sure you check that out. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a good time! The show just flew by. Paul, where can uh, where can people check you out? I know you're real quick. We didn't get a chance to get to it, but you're on a TBS show. Is that or you filmed that or something? Oh oh no, for USA. USA. Yeah, sorry. USA. I'm not sure when it airs. It's called Character Fantasy. It runs Friday nights. I'm a, I help out uh, uh, some nerd who's trying to be a stand-up <laughs> comedian. And it was it was pretty fun. It was a fun. Okay, day. so we'll we'll uh, look out for that. And where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter uh, uh, at at Paul Danke, D-A-N-K-E, and on Facebook, obviously. So and, uh, social media whiz. Paul Danke, thank you for coming on the show. Make sure pleasure. you follow up on him. Logan, you want to uh, take us out with a haiku here? Absolutely. Coolio's Cafe. Finding strangers in the Alps. Barack knows Lindsay. <laughs> oh man, well that was done, amazing. Logan. That was amazing. I love the uh, delivery of Barack knows, like kind of <laughs> scolding her. I'm sure she can uh, get the podcast. I'm sure she's gonna check that out. The podcast in jail. Oh yeah, well, she's a big fan. Real quick to wrap things up, guys. I really appreciate everyone listening, and obviously any help you can do to spread the word. If you enjoy the program, all we ask is that you know you tell some other people who might enjoy the show, so we can keep spreading. And uh, I just booked a uh, pretty big guest. Still trying to, still trying to nail down the date. Very big guest in the podcasting comedy world. I think the audience will really enjoy that. So stay tuned to the green room. Thank you once again. We do it live here every Thursday, eight o'clock on LATalkRadio.com. Thank you, audience, for listening to The Green Room. Go to SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe. Then you can watch it on your iPad. You can also check me out at DocumentaryLabel.com. Oh, and check out the LA Talk Radio iPhone app as well.